Hello, this is a podcast from Nefertiti Ife, the ancestor, ancestor, ancestor whisperer. Today is the 23rd of February and I am lying here in Zimbabwe, Harare, Greendale and really would like to talk about our journey, myself and Mr. Shabazz. We've been here for four weeks now, almost, and it really doesn't feel like it. Um, right, so where do we begin? We landed, and we were both quite stressed out from doing the filming. Pharaohs unveiled, sorry, doing the screenings, Pharaohs unveiled, up and down the country in the UK. We left the UK quite happily because we were we had a great flight, limited uh, DVDs and on the plane, but the plane went straight to Rwanda. Rwanda looked great, really organized and um, excited to be landing in, in Rwanda, Kigali. And then we got another plane about three hours and in total it's about 11 hours. But it was a bit bumpy and a bit rocky, but it was the most straightforward flight ever to Zimbabwe. So that was great. We landed, we got picked up from the airport, everything went smoothly, and then we came to this really nice bed and breakfast. Sorry, uh, Airbnb. No breakfast, but a bed. So, we got here excited, um, wanted to see the house that we bought, and we went straight to the solicitors and we realised the tenants are not leaving. We can't just get rid of, get the tenants out. The tenants are staying for a month. So we began our trip angry. We wanted to just move in our house, put the borehole in, borehole is digging for water in the ground because Zimbabwe has water shortages. So we were advised to get a borehole and um, solar panels. So we um, got here and we had to stop. We had to stand still. We couldn't do anything. So we couldn't really do any work in the house because the tenants were there. We couldn't paint. We couldn't put the borehole we couldn't put the solar panels we were stuck and annoyed and then Zimbabwe had all of these rules and regulations for tenants even though they're not our tenants we got them from the person before etc etc but they've been there a long time and they became tenants anyway we had a meeting with them that was like second day and I was really angry we were both really angry and the tenants lied anyway it's a long really long-winded story basically we said to them pay us 300 dollars us dollars but leave by the end of february so that was fine they agreed eventually they signed it um but we had a whole month of really 
just sitting around, getting quotes, looking at furniture, seeing some people. But it was strange because we would stop in our tracks. Um, and that was a very disappointing experience. On reflection, we needed to rest. And if we had gone straight into the house, we would have been full steam ahead doing all stuff. You know, getting beds, repairing the house, blah, blah, blah. But what it did, we repaired the house, bits of the house, very slowly. That was done. We got the borehole done now. We found water 100 feet down into the ground, which was amazing. A lot of digging, a great big industrial digger made a whole lot of noise in the whole neighborhood found water eventually five hours later water came gushing out not loads of it but some of it and enough to serve our needs we also um, in the process of this needed to find a caretaker for the house so within all of this time we got to interview some people and we found a couple hopefully that will go through and it will all be fine But in the process of the whole month, what we have experienced is that we would set out to do something and it put our intentions out there, but when we went out to do it, the universe would change everything that we were meant to do and our intention would be blown out of the window. And the first thing that happened really amazingly was Menelik lost his phone. And the phone was the first lesson that we experienced. And I argued with him and said, where's your phone? How could you lose your phone? What have you put in your pocket? Blah, blah, blah. How could you let it fall out of your pocket? We thought we'd lost it in this man's car that gave us a lift and so our intention was the next day to go to the guy that gave us the lift um and that's what we was going to do pick up the the phone blah 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 but how things turned out that day was the most strangest thing i've ever experienced we got um trying to remember it now and this is what happened when you do a podcast later than the event we got a message Um, we tried to from our friends we tried to phone our friend from the phone and what happened is that she she said the phone's still ringing and as far as Menelik knew is that the phone would have run out of juice run out of uh, battery life so we're like, how come the phone's still ringing? Um, then the taxi driver phoned the phone. And then someone picked up the phone and answered it. Now, that person we heard was a young man that picked up the phone. So what had happened is that this young man was coming home from school, picked up the phone, took the phone with him, and took the phone to a school and then we had to the next day obviously go to this school to get our phone and then we get to the school 
you know, with long discussions for this young man, where he is, how comes, you know, we're waiting for him outside the school. Then we phoned him eventually and said, look, where are you? He said, come into the school. We go into the school that the boy doesn't even attend. So he found the phone and took it to the nearest school. So we sat and about three, two of the teachers sat with us. But the main teacher was asking us questions, interrogating us for our phone, saying, what's your name? Where did you lose it? Blah, blah, blah. And what's your telephone number? So eventually, um, Manalik said, look, have you got my phone? The teacher said, yes. And he said, can I have it? So eventually, the teacher gave us the phone. <coughs> Excuse me. We had to give the guy that found the phone was sitting there. We had to give him some money. You know, acts of good faith, they kept on saying. So we gave him some money. And then we made kind of a friendship with this little boy because we dropped him off. He's like a teenager, actually, to his school. We never, ever found out why he took the phone to the school. So that whole scenario showed us that what we're thinking in our mind is not always what's actually happening. That's not actually all the facts. And that we need to let go. So the second incident after the phone is that I had woke up in the middle of the night. And in the night before we said that I have a feeling that the tenants are going to flee in the night. They're not going to pay the rent and they're just going to flee. And so both of us got our dousers out. You know, we were dousing and dousing and the dousers said they'll be gone in the morning. So we, we went to sleep. We were, you know, confident the tenants would be gone. We could get in the house now. Next morning, go to the house. Tenant is there. The whole family is in the house so that's the second incident that's happened to show us that what we are thinking in our minds and your mind creates scenarios that are actually not true and that if you just allow things to happen allow things to manifest that what actually happens is that you allow the overthinking to stop and when the overthinking stops you allow things to happen quite naturally because the universe has lessons for us there are many many lessons that we miss every day especially in the western world because we try to control things we try to make things happen the way how we want it to happen so what we began to realize is that we once we let go so the tenants did stay in the house they went and paid the rent so things started to go in our favor but we let go and when we started to let go we meditated more we stopped the negative vibration from allowing it to take over our lives and I started to channel more and with more the more channeling and the more connecting with yourself and quieting your mind 
quietening your mind, you allow yourself to be who you are. So you can then listen to divine guidance. Listen to your ancestors talking to you. Listen to the vibration and the birds singing. And be in touch with peace. And when our minds are overthinking, because we're overstimulated all the time, when it's not the TV on. And fortunately, our Airbnb place has no television. So when the TV's not on, the computer's on. And when the computer's not on, the radio is on. And when the radio's not on, we have music. And when the music's not on, we are doing something with the cinema, we're talking to our friends. And it goes on and on and on. Hello?